Okay, everyone, welcome back. Parsha's boy. I want to share with you what I believe is an original idea based on the Parsha. We've uh, learned over the years that the Ten Makos, although at first glance it seems that it's some kind of a circus act over here, that the Yubayim Shalom is mocking the Egyptians. And we have this perception that, you know, the Makkah is God brought pandemonium to Egypt. It's, uh, you know, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailing Circus maybe is out of business. There, and But don't worry, every year we could think about it when we learn the Parshios of Va'era and Boy. I told you when I was on the plane going to Turkey, uh, the plane had many Hasidim on it. I said, oh, where are, you? are you going to Turkey? No, where are you going? We're going to Egypt. Going to Egypt? What's in Egypt? What do you mean? It's Parshas Va'era. Where else do you go, Parshas Va'era? I said, you know, you're pulling my leg. No, they're absolutely serious. Every year they go to Egypt, Parshas Va'era. But we learned that on a deeper um, dimension, the ten makos correspond to the ten statements with which God created the world which is quite remarkable. And uh, we explained from the Tzrar Hamar that Pari was a heretic. He didn't believe God dom- created and controlled the air, the water, the land. So God said, you don't believe I control the air? Check out Barad. Check out Choshech. You don't believe I control the water? Check out Dam. You don't believe I control the Aretz? Check out Kinem. And the Maral of Prague explained even more precisely how each statement with which God created the world corresponds to a particular Makkah, and each Makkah demonstrated Hashem's control over that area of creation. So the Makkah was, so to speak, take two of creation. And the Maral basically said that the Makkah correspond to the statements with which God created the world backward. So the Makkah of Dam, Adam, Dam is blood, that demonstrates you don't believe God. Um, the Mark of Dam corresponds to Naasa Adam. You don't believe God created man. He created man's blood, his muscle tissue, his bones. So all your water will turn to blood. You'll see God's control over the blood. On the other hand, Makas Bechoyrois. You don't believe God controls the beginnings. That corresponds to Bereshis. Bereshis Nami Mamar. You don't believe God controls the beginning. Check out what happened to your beginnings, Makas Bukharis. Now, we also mentioned that it doesn't go completely backward in order. Just the begin the first statement of creation corresponds to the last Maka. The last statement of creation corresponds to the first Maka. And if you remember, Makos Arbe, the plague of locusts, that corresponds to Haitsi Haaretz Desha. Let the earth sprout herbage. So, if um, the Maka of Arbe corresponds to the growth, the growth of the trees, the branch, the trees, the bushes, the grass, that was upheld with Makas Arbe. And we explained, Paroi did not believe that God said, So God said, you don't believe I control I created the plants, the herbage, the grass. Watch this. Check this out. Look how I'm going to send the locusts and they're going to consume all the produce. So Rav David Koyin, Rashiva of Hebron, 
he points out an amazing diuk that if Makas Arbe upheld the statement of creation, it's pri oisa pri, then let's point out one, one incredible diuk. We know on the third day of creation when God created the herbage, he said, God said that there should be not just trees that produce fruit, trees that taste like fruit. But we know the, the earth didn't listen to God. Like it says, Trees producing fruit, but they're not eats peri. Says Rav David Koyin, if the Makos were merely upholding the statement, the corresponding statement of creation, then lo and behold, when you analyze the Makos of Arbe, God said that the Arbe v'achal es kol ha'eitz it will eat all the trees. And the Pasuk says, The grasshoppers only ate the fruits. What's going on here? We have disobedient grasshoppers. Why aren't the grasshoppers listening to Hashem? And says the David Cohen, because they can't be better than the predecessor. They can't be better than the real thing. They're just upholding, verifying, authenticating the statement with which Hashem created the world. So when Hashem created the world, He said the trees should taste like fruit and produce fruit, but the trees didn't listen. They only produced fruit. So when God recreated the world through Makas Arbe, so the Arbe were supposed to eat the trees, but they didn't, so they ate the fruit. Okay, that we know already. I'm just reviewing what um, you're already familiar with. Now, I want to tell you um, a great gift that, that dawned on me yesterday morning and today, this morning, when I was saying the Halalukas. Because we're learning about the Halalukas. And so I said, you know, we're learning about it. I should probably have a little bit of kavana when I say them. So let's think for a moment the first Halalukas. The first Halalukas, Halaluka, Halali Nafshi. That's Halaluka number one. What's Halaluka number two? I need a sitter over here. One second. Okay. Hallelujah number two. Bear with me. Okay. Hallelujah number two is Hallelujah Hashem. That's, excuse me, that's a. Now we learned that Hallelujah number one is our era, before the coming of Mashiach. Hallelujah number two is the coming of Mashiach. Hallelujah number three is when Mashiach comes. Now we learned when Mashiach comes, God is going to recreate the world. And in fact, let's look at this Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Hashem and Hashemayim. Praise God from the heavens. Hallelujah Bameroimim. Praise Him from the highest heights. Hallelujah Kol Malachav. Hallelujah Kol Tzavav. This is praising God from the heavens because God is recreating the heavens in the times of Mashiach. Since when do trees taste like fruit? By the way, this morning was not the first time I said hallelujah in my life. I've said this, Tarek, before. It's not the first time I said this hallelujah. 
Why does it? Why does it say in Tehillim Eitz Peri? It doesn't. There is no Eitz Peri. It's Eitz. The answer is Yemayis Hamashiach. Yemayis Hamashiach. We're going to revert back to what Hashem said. Eitz Peri. Peri. I think so. I think it's pretty good. I didn't see it anywhere, but it has to be. So now we have a great tie-in to the Parsha and the Tefillah Shir. So in Parsha's Bereishis, God said Eitz Peri Oisapri, but they didn't listen. It was Eitz Oisapri. And then again in Parsha's boy, God says, the Ochaz kol ho'etz. But again, the Arba don't listen. The, the, instead, it ate as kopri ho'etz. But in Tehillim, the third Halaluka, which is the Halaluka for the Yemais HaMashiach and the new world order and the new Bria of Shemayim Ve'aretz, we say, Halus Hashem Ve'aretz, Eitz peri v'chol arazim. Okay, Rabbi Sai, I just wanted to share that one with you as well. And we're going to start the tefillah share momentarily. Shkayach.